Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Channel 9 of the STRY Radio Network. Where stories live. Welcome to the Ninth Story Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 9. We discuss the big questions that writers want to know. Typically, that's with the help of guest authors and experts, but today we are discussing how we prepared for NaNoWriMo 2017. And for those of you who are new to NaNoWriMo, it stands for National Novel Writing Month which takes place every November for the entire month. It's a global writing challenge to complete 50,000 words or more of a novel in 30 days. I'm Immortal Alexander. Oh, hey. I'm Jeanette Andromeda. I'm super allergy-ridden today, but by the time this airs, we will be a few days into NaNoWriMo. We recorded this episode on October 31st to talk about what we did to prepare for NaNoWriMo. First off, we will be discussing things that inspired both of us while we got closer to NaNoWriMo. Then we'll be getting into our individual preparations for NaNoWriMo. And I do want to start this conversation with a conversation we began Mm -hmm. earlier with Brian LaTondra on one of our previous episodes. And that was about how NaNoWriMo really worked in his life and how he prepared for it. And I personally went into his show notes to find the episode that he had done with Jolene Haley. And I listened to that episode of his and got so inspired that I'm sorry, Brian, I didn't even listen to the whole episode. I just turned it off halfway through and started writing. (laughs) So it worked. I got super motivated and just started outlining things. And if you want to hear a little bit more about uh, another writer's experience doing NaNoWriMo and how it affected his career and his writing, you can listen to Season 6, Episode 4 with Brian LaTondra about how NaNoWriMo can help you. It just lit my brain on fire. I got so excited about NaNoWriMo. I was like, yes, this is what I need. Kick myself in the butt. Make some new good habits and start writing things instead of just talking about how I want to tell stories all the time and just like mumbling them to myself because that's what I did. You know, I've always been really excited to hear where her story is going, and I'm sure she feels the same way about my other uh, novel that I'm writing, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I just want to hear more, I want to hear more, and it just never gets anywhere. So NaNoWriMo is kind of a time to kick yourself in the literary butt, in the writing butt, Mm -hmm. and give yourself a little bit of a kickstart to uh, get some great writing habits going. And so that's where we're doing. We've been starting since November 1st, since the day after Halloween, after candy and alcohol, and uh, now water and writing and coffee for Jeanette. I can't have that. It's true. Coffee is essential. Mm -hmm. So something else that really got me motivated, or do you want to take this next part out? No, go for it. Was I I feel like a lot of our episodes leading up to this one have been about us kind of unintentionally preparing for this endeavor. And the conversation with Gail Carson Levine was another one that I just felt like I could actually take this on. I think I was so 
intimidated. I'm still intimidated by NaNoWriMo. 50,000 words in a month is a lot to undertake. But when I read Gail Carson Levine's book, Writing Magic, Creating Stories That Fly, it kind of broke things down into like smaller things. The way she breaks down the writing process in that book made me feel so much less intimidated by even attempting this. It seems crazy for me, someone who writes blog posts and then the occasional poem and story, but nothing like beefy. I've never really, I've never, I've tried many times to write a novel, write specific novels and never gotten very far. I mean, last NaNoWriMo, I made it to 6,000 words and was like, okay, that's enough for me. Um, but I got stuck in the editing loop. So with things that she wrote in that book, it got me this idea that I hope will really help as we go into NaNoWriMo, and that is to give myself an out. Is that terrible? <laughs> go for it. Yeah. I'm giving myself an out, and that is as I'm writing this novel, which I've decided is going to be a novel I started in elementary school um, called Nowhere, uh, every time I get stuck, I'm just going to have this one character be a storyteller, and she's going to go off on some random folktale story. <laughs> I mean, the goal of NaNoWriMo is just to get to 50,000 words mm -hmm. and get that those habits going. So really, it doesn't really matter what you're writing. Sorry, I just dropped things on the table here. Uh, it doesn't really matter what you're writing. It just really matters that you are writing. So if you're if you're working on your novel and your, uh, your novel becomes a bunch of tangents, um, well, that's what it is. It, eventually, it could shape it to something else. It's basically about... Just jumping in and giving it a shot. Mm -hmm. It's like cooking a recipe for the first time. And so you're like, well, I'm going to make up. I'm, I'm, I'm planning on making up my own thing. And I baked this cake the way the recipe said. And now I'm going to go nuts and make something really elaborate. And it's probably going to suck. <laughs> it's going to taste horrible. It's going to be lopsided. It's probably going to get burnt. And it's going to have, a, you know, maybe a candle stuck inside of it and accidentally baked <laughs> in, in the cake. But you know what? It's a finished cake. It, it looks kind of like what you want it to be. And you know what? The next time you make it, uh, you have a better understanding of how of what not to do and how to how to make it better. So that's kind of what we're doing with NaNoWriMo. And I think that's kind of the purpose of NaNoWriMo is to just push all of it out on the page and then look at it afterwards and see what you can do to make it better. That's what my personal goal for NaNoWriMo is, is. I am going to push myself as hard as I can to reach that 50,000 word goal, but um, I'm also going to call it a win if I even reach 30,000 words because this is a big challenge for me. If this were Camp NaNoWriMo, I would aim for 30,000 and call it a win, but I'm going to do everything in my power to get as many words on that page as possible, and I'm going to allow myself to let it be a mess. I'm going to let it go on tangents, and I'm just going to think of NaNoWriMo as I did with Inktober when I first started it was just to make this a habit. Start every day with this thing that is important to you and put the time into it. And uh, and then maybe, you know, maybe it'll actually start to make some difference. And with Inktober, holy cow, I've learned so much. <laughs> Just doing one sketch a day with one set of tools, it's going to be the same thing, but with writing. So I'm really excited to see how far I can push myself this month. I think we both sound very allergy-ridden today just because of the weird weather we're getting. According to scientists... Uh, we're at, our, our winters are actually a month shorter than they used to be a hundred years ago. 
So um, because of the shorter winters and when winter really starting officially later as far as when the cold front comes in, um, we're having a lot more bugs and pollen. We, we saw some really fun, magic-y, giant mushroom things yeah. growing out of our backyard that look like uh, somebody just threw pizza dough on the floor <laughs> and stepped on it. But it's cool. I don't know. It, it, but it's also affecting our voices today, so I'm apologizing for our weird allergy-ridden voices today. Sorry, guys. I hope we're still uh, listenable. I was thinking legible, but I don't know the word for that. I don't know. Audible? Audible? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a service, not us. We are not sponsored by them. We could uh, be. <laughs> we could be. But, you know, the other thing I got out of Gail Carson Levine's um, interactions with her when her, her being on our show for uh, episode seven this season is her talking about creating atmosphere and utilizing how you experience the world to paint a picture so that your reader experiences it at, as well. And I've been doing a lot of research for my book that I'm writing uh called Closet Monster that I'm writing for uh, NaNoWriMo this month, uh, which is a completely different book that I was writing before. This is just me taking on something different that I just want to, I'm okay with going full on into without having to be so, you know, retentive about it, you know, just kind of, I guess, um, OCD about things. I get OCD about my research and, and, and making sure everything's perfect. So this is a book that's allowing me to not do that, but it might even, even, even be a better book. And the research that I'm doing into um, atmosphere has been very fun and interesting, including looking up, uh, finding some stuff on Vimeo. I found some really cool short films on Vimeo uh, that kind of reminded me what it was like to be a student and be a young person again. Because my main character in this new book is a, you know, preteen, teen, haven't really decided yet, but is in school. And what does it feel like to be dealing with other students, to be dealing with uh, being kind of not in charge of your day-to-day -day decisions of what you're doing, where you can go and what you can do. What does that feel like? So that's been very, very interesting for me. And I do feel like this whole season has really been leading up to us taking on NaNoWriMo. Mm -hmm. Not intentionally. Um, it kind of just happened. But our minds were definitely gearing up for doing this this year. Most definitely. I mean, we started off the season with talking to uh, Dan Foytuk about why do we write in the first place? Why do we write as writers? What drives us to write? Which is a really cool conversation. And then we talked to our friend Mary about what do readers want and getting into some ideas of what people are looking for. In Brian Latondra's episode about NaNoWriMo, and then John Clueworth talking about young adult, adult writing, and I'm writing a young adult novel, and Jeanette's novel feels like it's very much geared towards possibly young adults. No, it's gotten more adult as a... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I just have so many weird thoughts horror-wise that I, I don't know who this audience is going to be. We'll, we'll find out yeah. once I write it. And then Lane Lloyd's episode about dialogue, which yeah. is also very helpful. So I think that we're slowly building towards, I think unintentionally building towards NaNoWriMo. I just wanted to have an interesting flow to the season, but it seems like we're unintentionally going towards what it is this entire month of NaNoWriMo and, and how do we tackle it. And that's what we're kind of doing today is just talking about our prep. So, do you want to talk about what you've done to prepare for NaNoWriMo so far? Um, why don't you go into it first? I mean, we've been watching a lot of Stranger Things Season 2, which is definitely getting our brains in a fun direction. Yeah, and definitely. We've had some fun Halloween adventures. All month, home, yeah. All oh, month. my yeah. gosh. Yeah. We've been all over the place. Been at Rock and Shock and other conventions and just, like, having a blast. 
Um, but the things that have really been working into my brain for this story are... Okay, so first off, what I plan to work on is a story that has been baking in my mind since childhood. And it is called Nowhere. It is the story of a place that doesn't exist in reality. Um, so you can kind of get the whole childhood fantasy thing just from the title, I guess. Um, but there are certain things like the Lilith storytelling. Lilith's. I keep calling it Lilith's. Lilith's is the name of the town, and that is the name of the storytelling festival. The Lidditz Storytelling Festival, with how people got up on stage and just talked through these amazing stories that felt so alive in a span of a few minutes, that really started to work into my brain, and that's working into one of the characters, I think. We'll see how it comes out. So here's what I've been doing to get prepared for writing my book in NaNoWriMo. So like I mentioned earlier, I listened to the Camp NaNoWriMo prep episode with Brian LaTondra and his writing partner, Jolene Haley, which is super duper helpful. So another thing I've been reading is No Plot, No Problem by Chris Batty, who was the founder of one of the founders of NaNoWriMo way back in the day, I think 2009 or something. Um, and it's so inspiring reading that. It's just it started off with 21 people with a stupid idea. <laughs> and now there's hundreds of thousands of people every year who join NaNoWriMo, whether it's Camp NaNoWriMo or NaNoWriMo proper, like this upcoming month. And it's so inspiring to just think about being a part of that and like, yes, I have at least one novel to write, but maybe more, hopefully more. I don't know. I'm still very intimidated by this. I'm not going to lie. But um, where that ramble was going is the fact that this Reading that and then listening to that episode with Brian LaTondra got me actually getting ready for NaNoWriMo. Other than just, I'd been watching some things and reading them, some things about how to outline a story, yada, yada, yada. But after that, I just turned on my phone while I was driving to work and back one day and started verbally outlining my story. And I think it's going to help a lot because I got a ton of brainstorming down in that one recording, actually. And I hope it will help me get less stuck because I, I'm better at telling stories, I've discovered, than I am about writing stories. So if I take that strength and work with it, maybe I can actually write this dang book this time. How about you, Alexander? Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm very proud of you, number one, because, um, you know, as of by the time this is recorded, we'll be a couple of days in. And I'm very proud of the preparation she's doing for her book and her level of commitment that she's putting aside for this. And luckily, her other her day job hours have been reduced so that she has a little more time, not on purpose, but accidentally just happy accident. I'm very glad to have a little more downtime coming up this upcoming month, even though it'll all be filled with writing. But yeah, this October has been whoo, a lot more difficult than I ever imagined. Most definitely. Uh, so for my personal preparation for um, my book uh, that I'm currently working on called Closet Monster... Uh, I, I've been reading a lot of H.P. Lovecraft this year, so that's been very uh, inspirational and helped me to kind of thinking about atmosphere building and world building and stuff like that, which has been really cool. And I was, I've was i been creating a rough outline of the entire book, including chapter titles. That was kind of really inspired by watching a lot of Stranger Things and the way they give a title 
to each episode, um, like like a lot of shows do, but in that font that's kind of like that very Stephen King font. And it kind of got my brain going in that direction of, well, if you give a title to an, a, a chapter, it's almost like a short story unto itself. And it gave me the ability to kind of think about it in a way that wasn't as intimidating, which was very cool for me. It doesn't work for everybody, but this is something that I've been taking on and the way I've been challenging myself, the way I've been uh, uh, presenting this information in order to make myself feel a little, less, a little less intimidated by the process of taking on NaNoWriMo for the first time, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so I've been watching some movies and shows, and I have a lot of other things that I want to rewatch in order to kind of get to the tone I'm looking for, like uh, the movie The Gate, which is an old 1980s or young adult horror movie with this kid having like demon things coming up because he cracked open some geo that he found under a tree with a friend and somehow that unleashes the gates of hell. I don't know. But it's a cool movie and it's atmospheric and it has little elements that I want to add or Nightmare on Elm Street or Dr. Giggles or the movie The Outsiders, uh, some Twilight Zone episodes. Or there's one particular called um, Shad The Shadow Man or Shadow Man, uh, which was really kind of fun. That gives me that kind of thought about, um, you know, creatures in your in the dark and shadow people and, you know, what's the unseen things and, and that kind of stuff. And then the movie Sleepers and uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm pulling on from. And I've, I've already mentioned on the show that um, I had kind of suffered some some uh, childhood trauma and that has changed where my thoughts of what kind of genres I want to work on. I used to really enjoy sci-fi and adventure, which I still do, but I'm kind of gearing towards horror as a way to kind of have a semblance of control over that, those things that scare me. I think that's something I've always kind of struggled with. And I'm, I'm taking on this book as a challenge, as a way to do that. And um, other inspirations for the tone and, and type of things that I'll be working on in my book is the, the lift podcast, uh, the no sleep podcast, and then I've been looking a lot into uh, phobias, uh, such as fear of the dark, um, and what that entails, and how and and different words for that, different names for that, and how that affects people. And using my life and friends as an inspiration, uh, I had a lot of you know kind of bullying growing up, and um, a lot of other things that, looking back, I have a better perspective on like. You know, when a bully picks on you, you at the moment, all you can really think of is that this person's a jerk. This person is being mean to me. They're uh, cruel, and, and I don't like this person, and I don't want to be friends with them, and they're awful. But with some perspective later on as an adult, I'm thinking back on those moments and like, you know what? I, I can tell, and, and I've heard about things about these kids going through a lot of bad things at home and taking that that and uh, into, con into consideration that these people have trauma of their own and they just need a friend. And maybe if I had connected with them about the things that I was going through, if I had really had a better understanding at the time of what was I was going through, cause I repressed a lot of the memories of what was happening to me as a kid, um, which is from a, a, a family doctor that had abused me and many, many other kids, but I did, I repressed all of it. So I didn't understand it. So now as an adult with more understanding about what happened to me, and uh, being able to have something that has these supernatural elements that allows me to distance myself from the reality of what happened to me, uh, but to take some elements of that and put it into the story, um, that's something that I've been really um, playing with, uh, along with definitely finding some inspiration online, some cool short films that people have been doing. There's a short on uh, Vimeo I found called The Red Folder which was really, really interesting, really, really cool. And it really reminded me of what it was like to be in school and to be 
kind of brushed off by teachers, brushed off by administration, um, where they don't treat you the same way as they would treat an adult, and how you don't really feel like you're in control of things because people are making decisions for you, and, and sometimes people just don't believe in you, and you have to kind of do that for yourself. And definitely reading uh, Gail Carson Levine's book, uh, Writing Magic, and uh, taking on a lot of taking a lot of the advice that Darren Chan gave us during the episode, the previous episode from last week, and especially about sending out your book to publishers, even if it needs more work, even if it needs a, it's not entirely exactly where you want it to be, just to see what kind of responses you would get. So that's something that I want to do when I'm done actually finishing. Um, this book for NaNoWriMo and, and taking a first or second pass edit to it to actually sending it out and seeing what people think about it if I'm on the right track. So one thing I definitely want to talk about on this episode is what do we want to get out of NaNoWriMo? Mm -hmm. I think the main thing that I want to build this month is the habit of writing daily. I'm less concerned about creating a finished product in fact, I accept that I probably will not, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I want to make it a habit to write that much every day. That way, when December hits, for example, maybe I'll only write half as much every day, but I want to carry that habit further on because somewhere, I read it somewhere, I heard it many places, supposedly it takes 21 days to actually build a new habit. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping I can actually make it through it this month and come out with a better writing habit because I have built a great drawing habit this past couple months, actually, and now I want to really build up my writing a lot more. And that's really what we're you know, taking on here is building some great habits and making some friends and kind of creating that, that love of wanting to do this every day. Not that fear of doing something poorly but the love of actually wanting to do this every day. And that's something that has already begun for me. And I've always had fear of, of you know, not doing things perfectly, of things just not being right and, and being so fearful of that that I just stopped doing things. And this podcast has been a way for me to not only learn about what it means to be a better writer, but also to inspire me to get better habits so that I can get better, so I can allow myself the ability to do so. Because doing this, you know, 1,800 words a day, I can do that in my sleep if I actually put the pen to paper and start doing the work. If I don't actually start typing every day and getting in that habit and, and continuing to inspire myself and allow others to inspire me to actually do the work, you know, it never gets done. And you hear a lot of writing podcasts talk about it. it's just it's just about actually sitting down, sitting your butt down and typing away and the act of actually writing. That's what's going to make you better. There's nothing else that's going to be some magic pill that all of a sudden your writing is going to get better. It's about practice. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what this means to us. And I think that's what it means to a lot of folks is about getting in a good sense of practice and not allowing yourself to to cop out and say, oh, I have writer's block. I don't, I, I can't think of anything good to write. So I'm just going to write nothing. Well, you yeah. can, you can come up with some nonsense to fill up those thousand words you need if you really feel stuck. And that's why I'm giving myself the out of, well, if I get writer's block, for example, like I did last time, like, I don't know what's next. Uh, well, Janice is going to tell a story now. It's story time. Everybody sit down. <laughs> 
And you can have like two or three or four or five different projects going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that if you get bored or stuck with one, you can just jump into another one. And maybe what you're writing in one project will help inspire you to get past where you were stuck on the other one. Or just get yourself inspired by by taking in other people's work. Either read some of the classics or – and I've, I've, we've mentioned this before. I don't want to be too mm -hmm. redundant on the show. But we've talked a lot about – uh, taking in other things that inspire you. Maybe, oh, it's you so know, important. Reading a movie, reading a book, uh, reading a movie, watching a movie, <laughs> reading a book. We're exhausted and, yeah. and allergy ridden. So our brains are just a big cloudy mess of green, fuzzy weirdness with tentacle monsters. I, I don't know. I hope you guys like this because I have a feeling when NaNoWriMo hits, you're going to get more of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and plus, we're staying up late writing. So that's, you know, something that ends up affecting our, our, our just psyches but you know what if you're if you've gone three days and you forgot to wash yourself or feed yourself you're probably doing it right that's that's what NaNoWriMo is <laughs> I hope we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's like you get in these funks where you forget to human for a couple of days or mm -hmm. weeks or months because you're really so stuck in what you're doing but if you have people that are supportive with around you you'll you'll you know you'll get there and that's just kind of how it's done so are the cats going to feed us? Uh, typically we <laughs> feed them, but uh, yeah, we're probably going to have to, they're going to have to, they're going to have to feed us. They're going to have to take care of us next month. We're just going to be a wreck. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh my God. That's tomorrow. Uh, Aren't you excited? I am. I'm, I'm genuinely very nervous about this. Actually. I am very afraid that I'm going to sit down and be, entirely frustrated by the fact that all that's going to come out is garbage i'm afraid that all i'm going to write is garbage i'm afraid that uh at the end of the month i will have nothing usable i'm afraid that i won't even finish this again i'm afraid of a lot of things but i am going to do this i'm going to push past the fact that i feel so insecure with my own writing mm -hmm. Uh, that I've really put it on the back burner for a long time. So this month is about facing my fears, or next month, whatever. We're we're like right on the cusp, okay, guys. We just keep mushing up our our terms. But I I'm genuinely afraid of this. I'm genuinely excited about it. But you know, I just, it's uh, is it November yet? Is it midnight? Can we start writing now? We can start writing whenever we want. I mean, <laughs> Nanorimo is just about. Uh, taking on the challenge and I'm I'm you know I'm gonna tell you a little a little cheat little secret is that I take all of my research and I'm throwing it in with my writing mm -hmm. that's gonna be part of my word count is the research the the outline that I've already done plus what I'm writing um, just throw it all in there and have it be just some kind of a weird monster soup thing that has everything in there where you can constantly kind of go back and add more notes and then keep writing and add more notes and keep writing and if you get stuck you're like okay i want it to be this or you have an idea of what you want it to be and like okay i need to do research to figure out what this is or how this is going to work and you know with gail carson levine it was a lot about asking the right questions mm -hmm. uh like when she's like well um here's a character like ella from ella enchanted that um she is a person who's given the gift of obedience and she has to be subservient and, 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 and do whatever anybody says. And what kind of person would, you know, what, the, what kind of person would this person be mm -hmm. that, uh, that this is being done to? And if she's supposed to be some sort of, a, you know, I don't know, a future leader of some kind, what kind of person is that going to be? 
or with the uh, you know a, a father that allows this to happen to their kid or a mother that allows this to happen to their kid what kind of parent would that be you know why would they do that yeah and so asking these questions uh asking a lot of questions and asking the right questions is what's going to get you unstuck and that's definitely one of the biggest pro tips is just if you're stuck with what to do next start asking questions and then start finding the answers from somebody else as far as how they did it and then uh, or or wherever you think your brain wants to go and 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 you know start trying that and if it doesn't work keep writing and it's all part of your word count for the month and and if it's a bunch of mess and nonsense and some half stories and whatever fine that's what it is accept it for that and allow it to be that do not edit until you are done with the month just keep writing till you reach your 50,000 words that will be my biggest challenge is to not edit at all i'm going to force myself to not go back and delete things because mm -hmm. I love to chop things out before they're ready to go. This is going to be difficult, but I'm really excited about it. I love the addition of the challenge. I love the addition of the community aspect of it. Um, I find it very inspiring and I'm just like, I just... Like, let's just start typing now, like, right now, right now. Right yeah, now. that's why this is going to be a, this is a very short episode because yep. we just really wanted to kind of let you guys know what we're doing for our preparation. And we have an episode actually next week with Scott Goudsword. I hope I'm not. Goudsword. 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 <laughs> I'm hoping I'm not uh, really horribly uh, ruining your name, but uh, he's one of the co founders co-people of the new england horror writers association he's and, a badass yeah and we definitely interviewed him at one of the cons we were at and so now we get to talk to him about how do you navigate being at a convention a writing convention or any kind of convention as an author how do you what, how do you get the most out of that mm -hmm. and so that's going to be a really cool episode and and so like, well, when you're done with NaNoWriMo and you've finished this thing and it's now a polished final product, what do you do with it? How do you promote it? Mm -hmm. How do you get the most out of uh, going to these conventions and trying to get the word out about your new novel that you're super excited about? And that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to hear about how he organizes these conventions with all of these writers and just like you really pick his brain about that because that's something I have no idea how to do so we're gonna have lots and lots of questions for him next week so um if you guys are joining NaNoWriMo make sure you become writing buddies with us we can do like writing sprints mm -hmm. and it's gonna be fun and we can cheer each other on and you can say don't be afraid Jeanette you can do it and I'll tell you yeah I'm I'm terrified but if I'm terrified and you're not terrified you can extra do it and then it's just gonna be a great fun time and Alexander why are you just taking random pictures of mushrooms and posting them on Twitter I don't know <laughs> maybe you do but we can we can talk about that together on Twitter you can find me on Twitter that's at HTV immortal and Jeanette at Jeanette Andromi it's like Andromeda but I yeah, I ran out of characters. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook. Um, that's facebook.com forward slash ninth story podcast. Uh, we also have a group page if you want to check that out. But you know, just find us on Twitter at HTV Immortal. At Jeanette Andromi. And you can talk to us there and, and share your adventures or try to find us on the uh, NanoRimo website. That's nanorimo.org. On nanorimo.org, uh, I am Jeanette Andromeda. 
I am Immortal Alexander, also on the uh, NaNoWriMo website. I am signed in there, and I have... So, yeah, go over there and sign up for NaNoWriMo if you're taking on this challenge, yeah. if you haven't already. Let's be writing buddies. Yeah, let's be writing buddies. Let's support each other. You can, If you see us on there when we're uh, doing our writing, you can chat with us then, too. Or when you see us online doing anything on Twitter, you can just find us and... I have a feeling, much like last time when I tried NaNoWriMo, I'll be on Twitter even more than normal. <laughs> Just like looking for support. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about because there's over 400,000 people doing it from all over the world. Uh, no matter what time of the day or night you are writing, there's always somebody writing. So there's always somebody to chat with and uh, buddy up with and help you through this and help cheerlead you on. And mm -hmm. that's what we're here for as well. So hope you can utilize us as well for your cheerleading buddy and uh, connect with us on Twitter so that we can continue the conversation. Any, any, I know we haven't done this in a while, but how about a question of the week? What did you do to prepare for NaNoWriMo? Are you prepared? Are you doing NaNoWriMo? It's okay if you're not prepared. Pants it! <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good question. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Ninth Story Podcast. I'm Immortal Alexander. I'm Jeanette Andromeda. Thank you for listening. Stay creative, my friends. We love you. Okay, bye-bye. Everything is brown, Alex is wearing brown, from his head to his toes, from his head to his toes. His sweater is brown, his my pants, pants are brown. brown, and his slippers are brown, and Everything my slippers are brown. brown. Because he thinks that writers wear brown, and only brown, because it's cool. Because it's NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. So all of you should wear lots of brown, I guess. But I'm wearing hot pink because it's what I do. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> How are our levels? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Guess we'll find out later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.